Hey everyone, it's Robert Poole. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about some examples of active marketing methods, both offline and online, and which ones are right for your business. Let's get started. You have a small B2B business. Are you frustrated with the lack of resources to grow in B2B? So where do we go to learn how to grow our B2B business? Should we focus on traditional offline methods, online techniques, or both? How do we bring in more clients and revenue and yet keep our sanity? I'm Robert Poole. Join me as I share two decades of B2B growth experience, learn new techniques, and combine both offline and online growth strategies to grow my own business. If you're listening to this podcast, you're part of an elite group of achievers who aren't willing to settle for just a nine-to-five job. Welcome to the tribe and welcome home. Hey, everyone. I hope you're having an awesome day today. Today, I want to talk about some methods of active marketing that I mentioned in the previous episode. In my opinion, 80% or more of your annual marketing budget should be spent on these kind of activities when trying to grow your business. As you might have gathered if you listened to the last episode, I'm a big fan of cold calling, either in person or over the phone, particularly in B2B. Cold calling via the phone to consumers is really tough these days, so this is one of those methods that works really best in B2B. You're probably thinking, okay, well, I'm not going to get on the phone or go door-to-door to do prospecting. Uh, I was listening to you now, Robert, but up, up until this point, but now you lost me. Okay, well, just bear with me for a minute, and I'll explain further what I'm talking about, and I promise it's not all bad. Of course, uh, you know, next to public speaking, which ranks above death in the average person's fears, uh, Kong calling is probably in the top five. You know, the obvious, uh, most of us look at rejection and the nose we get is a personal rejection. That's tough for most normal human beings. It's natural for us to want people to like us and a slam of the phone or a nasty response or a, even a door shut in our face is not something most people are looking to do more than once if they can avoid it. Even among seasoned salespeople, the fear of the phone is common. Um, you know, you even may have heard the term uh, call reluctance. Uh, it's a very small percentage of the population who can get on the phone and cold call or cold call in person really effectively. It takes a different mentality than a lot of us have, uh, including business owners like us. This may have come as a surprise to you, given that I've owned a marketing company that depends on cold calling for 20 years, but I actually don't like the cold call. I mean, I can do it, but I'm certainly not something I enjoy or can do for a long periods, day in, day out uh, with consistently excellent results. I mean, I'm okay. But what, so what does this mean? I, you know, I told you I'm a fan of cold calling, and yet I don't even like to do it myself. You know, so what's the deal with that? The truth is prospecting via cold calling on the phone or in person is a completely different skill set than selling. So if you're a great salesperson, or even if you aren't and just have salespeople working for you, this is a great activity to have specialized, skilled people do in-house or outsource. And when I first started out in the late 90s and started a a website design company, I was the main cold caller and lead generator because it was just my business partner and myself. Uh, We were just starting off and living on very small amount of uh, clients we were bringing in and couldn't afford most advertising. Because we called local businesses in the Phoenix area, and then went out in person on appointments. It quickly became very difficult to do enough cold calls to generate enough leads and appointments to fill my schedule and close prospects and build the websites that I was doing. Not to mention I was just an average cold caller, but you know it was a daily struggle to get myself to prospect. I'm sure some of you who have done it can relate. My business partner and I knew we weren't going to grow using the same routine we'd come up with, and we needed to come up with something else. We decided we would try to outsource the cold calling and lead generation part of it to a company that specialized in it, which made sense. We took what was pretty much the last money we had in the bank at the time, and and it was about $6,000, and we hired two different telemarketing companies, each for about, I think it was about $3,000 each, 
And, you know, you have to understand this was a, a huge risk for us as neither of us could get so much as a credit card uh, due to both filing bankruptcy a couple of years before that. And in our mind, this had to work. Well, you know, I'd like to say this worked out, but what we got for our 6K was about uh, 10, quote, leads with a one-sentence comment riddled with grammatical errors, clearly written by somebody who was uneducated and probably didn't represent us too well. On top of that, the, quote, leads when I followed up on them had no interest in our service and were pretty much useless. Needless to say, we were crushed in the prospect that our company wouldn't grow seemed like a reality. Unfortunately, I didn't have a fallback career and was determined to make it work. I mean, uh, I had to find to make it work or be a Walmart greeter, as I used to tell my business partner. So I went back to cold calling myself. And after a few months of getting some more clients and revenue in, we had the idea of hiring a caller to work directly with us that we could rely on to do calls. But at that time, we didn't have a physical office. I was working out of an apartment uh, and my business partner was kind of working out of his car in between his job, but owning a painting company. And we didn't know what else to do, but to find somebody to work from home and make calls that way. You know, you got to understand, though, this was 20 years ago when working from home wasn't common. And, you know, it reeked of, you know, work at home scams and things like that. You know, we didn't have any other options, though. So we ran an ad in the newspaper and found a gal named Mary, I remember. And uh, since email on the Internet was kind of a new thing and a lot of people didn't even have it, I literally dropped off call sheets on her doorstep on Friday afternoons for the following week. We used lists that were printed off from the library that InfoUSA provided free to libraries at the time. I don't know if they still do, but, uh, you know, it sounds crazy, but it worked. She started booking appointments for me and I started closing more clients. Fast forward about a year or so, and a client approached us and asked if he could use our call to set appointments for him as well. You know, we had success with his calls that we started soliciting other businesses in that industry, business brokerage, and soon that outsourcing service overtook our website business and became sales double, which today is a multi-million dollar company. So how is this relevant to you and your business? You know, the first lesson is when things get ugly and it seems like you're not going to make it, hold on. Keep trying and refuse to quit and, you know, you'll figure it out eventually. You know, the other lesson is that cold calling in B2B was effective then and it's effective now. You know, there are a lot of marketing and sales gurus that will tell you that cold calling is dead. You know, a few years ago, I went to Tony Robbins' Business Mastery Seminar, which was worth every penny, by the way. And I, I learned a lot of strategies that have helped grow our company. He usually breaks up his talks with speakers on different subjects. And there was a speaker who was a social media guru. And he stood up there and said, cold calling is dead. It doesn't work, et cetera. Uh, and then he asked, uh, you know, there were about 25 people, 2,500 people in the room, you know, and he asked them if they'd bought something from a cold call lately and no one raised their hand probably because they didn't want to admit that they got sold. But however, I totally disagree with that, his point of view. You know, our company is proof that it still works in B2B. We've made uh, over 30 million B2B calls in the last decade alone and generated hundreds of thousands of leads and appointments. You know, it does work for the right industries, generally with a product or service where the value of a client is worth more than 500 or more uh, in annual revenue or something like that. You know, for lower, lower price products or services that aren't in that revenue range, you know, a lot of time an, an online option works better, but it has to be done right, which is important. And by the way, you know, some of you are thinking, well, I'm the entrepreneur, I can organize and direct, but I don't sell. Well, first of all, I would tell you that you're selling yourself short. Uh, if you have a business with revenue that you built, you sell whether you think you do or not. I mean, we all do in aspects of our lives, whether we are selling in our business, to our spouse, to our kids. However, you know, this doesn't mean you have to be the one cold calling. Find somebody who has a great prospecting mentality and a good salesperson, and you focus on the business. 
you know, I hope this gives you an idea of what cold calling is capable of doing in some B2B businesses and if it's a possibility in yours. If not, you know, let's talk about the alternative online prospecting. So what kind of online prospecting are we talking about as an active method? You know, active methods are things like targeted advertising to specific groups of your target audience, networking through LinkedIn, that sort of thing, holding webinars that are advertised to a specific audience, etc. You know, what kills most businesses in trying to market online, it's how it's done. First, it can be very complicated and most likely something you don't want to do by yourself. You know, this is definitely an outsourcing type of activity unless you're on the upper end of the scale B2B and can afford to hire in-house experts. Another thing is that businesses, even when advised by, quote, experts in online marketing techniques, you know, a lot of time are attracted to whatever the hot method is that seems to be working well on Facebook or Google Ads or whatever. The problem is that these platforms change so quickly, it's difficulty for even the niche expert to keep up. However, if you focus on the fundamentals of marketing online and keep in mind the right principles, it doesn't really matter if Facebook or Google or whoever changes the way you can advertise and prospect. The basic principles don't change over time very much. Does it take ongoing care and effort to market online? Of course. But to stay on the fundamentals and not the latest uh, shiny object is important. There are businesses that made millions of dollars with a specific technique on Google only to have Google make a change uh, to their algorithm that rendered that technique useless and they went out of business in a matter of days. Remember, when evaluating any strategy, you have to consider what the downside is and what the consequences will be to your business. Can you mitigate this risk? This doesn't mean focus on negative stuff all the time or you'll never do anything and take any risk, which is necessary for growth, but don't live in fantasy land either. So I hope this uh, gets the wheels spinning and you got something out of this today. In the next episode, we're gonna talk about uh, some more specific principles of online marketing and prospecting and what you can learn from the mistakes we made along the way so you don't lose your shirt. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Have an awesome day. Thanks for listening today. I hope you learned something you can implement right away. I know your time is valuable, and it's an honor to serve you. Please subscribe and rate this show on iTunes, and give me your honest feedback and what future subjects would help you out the most. I also put together a short ebook on some of the top lessons I've learned in 20 years in a B2B business. You can download a free copy at growyourb2bcompany.com. That's growyourb2bcompany.com.